Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to the Glojo. If you've been here before, it's nice to have you here again. Welcome back. And if this is your first time popping into the Glojo, welcome. My name is Leanne Kalal and I am your host. And guess what? Today, I have an incredible conversation to share with you. I recently connected with one of my nearest and dearest, Natalie Olson, and we talked about a phenomena that is not common knowledge, but get this, widely experienced. That's right. You heard that correctly. Not common knowledge, yet widely experienced. I feel like I'm writing a riddle when I say that, and you'll find out what I mean in a minute. Natalie is an amazing numerologist and coach, and her work is centered around helping people tune in and connect to the truth of who they are at their core. And most importantly, the truth of who they came here to be. So having Natalie as a guest on this podcast is a pretty good fit. I have learned so much about myself simply from being friends with Natalie, and this is one of the many reasons I am oh so excited to introduce you to her and her amazing perspective and the work that she does in the world. Now you might be wondering, what is this unknown yet widely experienced phenomena? I'll give you a sneak peek right now. I won't leave you in total suspense. Natalie has coined the term the amnesia effect. And let me tell you, there is so much truth to what she has discovered through her work with clients and through her conversations with friends like myself. In short, the amnesia effect takes place when we forget what makes us feel good. One day we're on cloud nine. Life is amazing. Life is grand. You can't imagine things ever not being good. And then boom, Just like that, everything changes. A couple of days go by and your entire perspective has flipped. You feel down, your energy is low, you're not motivated, you're questioning what the heck life is even about, what's the point of all this, what is your future going to be like. Natalie has a more in-depth inspired definition, but I'll let you continue listening so you get all the goods direct from the source. Wink, wink. In the upcoming interview, Natalie shares the symptoms of the amnesia effect. And then, because this is the Glojo and we're all about expanding and creating our personal tool belts for life, Natalie shares one of her most prized and effective techniques. I'm so excited for you to learn about this because it's quick, maybe five minutes a day. How good is that, right? She also discusses the concept of a life path. If this is new to you, think of an astrological sun sign, but instead of being calculated using the positioning of the stars and the planets when you were born, 
the life path is calculated using the numerical frequency of your birthday. We also top this conversation off with a fun impromptu, well, impromptu on Nat's end, not impromptu on my end, question from the Create the Love card deck. I am so, I just love this card deck. It's so much fun. Mark Groves is incredible. Now, I also did this in my last interview with Alex Catoni when we talked about the imposter syndrome. So if you haven't tuned in yet, make sure you listen to that one after this and go check out the funny little create the love question there too. All right. Lastly, make sure you stay tuned for the recap at the end of this interview. I want to set you up for success and help you combat the sneaky amnesia effect when it sinks in. So I will be doing a recap to highlight some of the key takeaways from my conversation with Natalie today. Okay, without further ado, let's do this. Let's get this conversation started. I will see you in the Glojo. All right. Hello and welcome to the Glow Joe podcast, Natalie. I'm so excited to have you here today. Leanne, I am so excited to talk with you. I want people to be a fly on the wall in our conversation. Natalie and I met probably three or four years ago now, maybe about three, three and a half. And ever since then, it was just instant kinship. Is that the word? Kindred spirits. Yes. Instant connection. Yeah. Instant Mm -hmm. connection. We've only actually met each other once in person, but I consider this woman one of my nearest and dearest. She is an incredible coach. She is a numerologist. And honestly, I feel like I have this wizard, magical woman in, in my pocket on speed dial all the time. We have the best Voxer conversations. And what we're going to be talking about today is a snippet of what her and I have talked about over and over and over again in our private boxes. And so drum roll, please. (laughs) Okay, the topic that we are discussing today is called the amnesia effect. And I am so damn excited to talk about this because I think everybody needs to fully understand that yes, this is a thing. It happens. No, you are not alone. And we're going to give you some tips and tools so you can actually figure out like what the heck to do with yourself when you find your when you find yourself spiraling or experiencing the amnesia effect. So, yes. woohoo! Let's get started Let's now. Do it. What is the amnesia effect? Well, I actually, I've, before I give like the official yeah. death definition, I want to talk about how I discovered this professionally, and Please then do. the hilarity of what would happen between me and my girlfriends, you and I included. Mm-hmm. So in my private practice, I would notice that clients would have these huge, big wins. Mm -hmm. They would manifest incredible things. They would feel so loved and adored by somebody in their life. But then the next session where we would talk, it was almost like that thing didn't even happen. The progress that they made, the inner work that they did was like Mm -hmm. suddenly non-existent. So I started to coin this, this phenomenon the amnesia effect, that it seems to be that we forget what is effective in our lives. We forget what makes us feel good. But I think Mm -hmm. that what's really happening with the amnesia effect is that we forget our own amazing value and uniqueness, and we forget our spiritual power, that we have spiritual power. So for people that don't know, Voxer is this super cool app that it's changed my life as well. 
This is not sponsored by Voxer. No. <laughs> just just so you know, although maybe in the future it will be. <laughs> I'm telling you, like Voxer can change your life. It helps you stay connected with other people. It's great professionally, like with clients, if you're a coach or um, a consultant, it's like a walkie talkie app, but it allows you to leave direct to voicemail messages to your person. And so I would Vox you, I would Vox Leanne and I would be like, oh girl, I feel amazing today. Like I landed this big client. I did my workout. Um, I did my spiritual morning routine. Oh my gosh. And I would just like name off all of the positive, mm-hmm. awesome things, the epiphanies that I had. And then I would go to sleep and you would have listened to that Voxer, right? Um, But I would go to sleep, wake up in the morning, I'd be driving to the office and I would suddenly be feeling worried, anxious, insecure. And I would press play and listen to your voicemail for the morning. And it's usually a response to the thing I left yesterday. Okay. So it's like a response to my past self. So I, and then I would press play and you'd be like, oh my gosh, Nat. These wins that happened today were incredible. And I am going to remember that this is what makes you feel so good. And suddenly I would come to and I would go, oh my gosh, I forgot the epiphanies, the aha moments, the good things, the breakthroughs that happened just yesterday. So that's kind of how it showed up for you and I, like where we started right. to notice this dynamic personally. Yes, and I also did. saw it in you know coaching relationships as well. And so what was it like for you? I want to yeah. hear from you on that. Well, thank you for thank you for sharing that and just prefacing how this concept came to be and where you started to how you started to notice it in your personal life, in your relationships, and with your coaching clients. Voxer is really similar to leaving an iMessage or an audio note on iMessages, but it's just way more user-friendly. And so yeah, it was interesting listening to you as your friend. One day it would be like, oh yeah, this girl is on fire. (laughs) She is rocking it. This is amazing. It's inspiration. And I just have to say that one of the things I love about our relationship is that we really do celebrate each other a lot. And we're also there to help each other and pick each other up when, when we're down and to remind each other what works for us and when we feel good. And so I know I started to notice your patterns and your trends And it's always easier from an outside perspective to realize, hey, wait a minute, something's going on. Have you done this? And have you done this? And have you done this? Because we know what makes us feel good. But I think the interesting thing is once you start to feel really great, why do we stop doing the things that got us to the point of feeling good? I know that I've learned so much about myself from being friends with you and from having these Voxer conversations with you because it would be the same on my end. I would share an update like I did this today and I did this. And for me, it's meditating and journaling and really getting into my creativity and being inspired by my creativity and moving my body, getting outside, spending time in nature. If I'm not doing those things, I am not the best me and it shows up really quickly. But I forget these things. And so I know that my experience of it has been you being a reflection and a mirror for me has been so powerful. Side note or notable, if you're listening to this and you don't have someone like this in your life right now, it's like an accountability buddy, but a pick me up, that mirror pal who's there to reflect to you when you feel amazing, what are you doing? (laughs) And when you're not feeling great, being there to ask you, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? And so when you actually coined the amnesia effect, I was like, whoa, 
this is so true because literally I will be a different person from day to day. Maybe that's where the concept of the glass ceiling comes into play as well. We're feeling so good. Things are flowing. And then all of a sudden we reach our max of how much good we can let into our life. So it's been an interesting ride. And I'm just so grateful that you had the insight to actually be like, whoa, there's patterns here. Something is going on. (laughs) There's something up. There's something up. I just, I even remember when we would have huge, big breakthroughs happen. Um, I remember when you bought your house. Yeah. And it was like, (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. But isn't it, it's, it's insane. Like you bought your house or when I got married and it was just like, you have these, these huge, like amazing life-changing moments. Mm -hmm. Good is just coming in. And then, like you said, if we are not presencing our own uniqueness and realigning with our spiritual power, which I'll talk about in a second, if we're not doing those things, it appears as though we become a different person. Mm-hmm. And I know that for you and I, there are times when, when we're not doing the things that work for us, when we're not doing the things that make us feel good, that day that that's happening, where we're really suffering from the, the amnesia effect, we've forgotten who we are, we've forgotten what matters, we literally do not sense or identify with the, the trueness of who we are. It's like, it's almost like split personalities. And I want people to know this because there's a lot of people that see spiritual teachers or self-help gurus or, you know, role models or figures and they, and on social media, you see people and all you see um, is the highlight reel. You just see Mm -hmm. the good moments, but I've worked with these people behind the scenes And these people, all of us, the people that that are the most successful in their field and their industry, making amazing stuff happen. If they do not do the things that I'm about to share, like if they don't remedy the amnesia effect, they too fall into an identity of insecurity, not being good enough and feeling powerless. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you're actually bringing a question to mind. And so before we get into how do you remedy the amnesia effect, because I know you have incredible tips and tricks and tools that are applicable for everyone listening. Before we dive into that, can let's just do a recap of what are some of the signs that the amnesia effect has taken presence in your life, that it has arrived? What are some of the signs? Because I think the first step to overcoming this amnesia effect into feeling good is to actually recognize that it's going on. Such a great point. Yeah. Okay. So anxiety. So when you wake up in the morning, if you mm-hmm. feel worry, anxiety, insecurity, those are some of the like biggest signs, right? Negativity. And let me tell you why. Okay. Let me tell you specifically why those are the signs. Remember, the amnesia effect is where you forget your own spiritual power. So if you forget your own spiritual power, then you are a victim to circumstance. You're a victim to how your spouse is feeling that day, how your boss is feeling, the emails that you might get. Mm -hmm. You're a victim to whatever happens in traffic or right. So there's this natural dynamic that, that suddenly, instead of being the creator of your day, 
Mm-hmm. Instead of being somebody that is the main character of your life, you are just a, a powerless extra. Mm-hmm. And and I always like to use this analogy because it hits home with me so much is that this is how most of us live is we wake up and we are the extra in the movie of life. Oh and man. Have you seen like, no more being seen? extras, no <laughs> more being extras. <laughs> Let's be the main characters of the movie of our lives. The superhero, right? It's like, wait, I get to have a say over the destiny mm-hmm. of my day. I get to, to acknowledge and presence my own unique gifts and my own capacity to, to make my day the way that I want it to be. Yeah. You know, I, and I love that. So symptoms would be that anxiety, negativity, feeling powerless, because that is a natural symptom of not being solution oriented and focusing on giving to yourself, taking care of yourself and setting intentions for the day. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And I'll add in a couple of my, my own patterns that I really notice. I start obsessing about certain things and it's just like this loop. It's just going around in my mind and I'm not getting anywhere. I'm worrying and I'm spending a lot of energy thinking about the same thing, but making zero progress. And for me, that's usually a sign. Also, well, I'm an emotional person. I definitely feel all the all the emotions, but there will be times where I'm definitely more heightened or maybe like a little more down or depressed or you were even sad. And so those are some of my personal symptoms. And I want to share an image that came to mind when you were talking about the symptoms that you just shared is almost like a ping, one of those old pinball machines, those old school pinball machines. And it's the ball getting like ping, 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 ping. And I think that this is what happens when we actually, like you said, give our power away and everything you were, you were talking about. I'm like, Oh, it's when we're actually ruled by the external forces in our life instead of coming from a place of being aligned and sovereign in who we are and making decisions from there. So no more pinball machines. (laughs) Let's not be the pinball machine because if you're listening, I'm sure you've had a pinball moment. <laughs> That's what we can, oh, a pinball moment. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's not fun. <laughs> you know, it's, it's exhausting. Thank you for sharing that, Nat. And so on the flip side, what can we, like, what happens when we can recognize what we need in any moment to thrive? What happens when it's like, oh, wait, I actually have the choice here. I can choose something or I can do something to impact how I feel and to change the direction of my day. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about the remedies here, right? What are the things that we can do in the moment? Well, so first of all, I want to talk about the importance of, of trying your best to prevent this from happening Mm. versus catching it in the moment. Catching it in the moment is fantastic. But what I want for us is to have being empowered co-creators of our life to be a lifestyle, right? Yeah. Um, I love that. (laughs) Instead of focusing on how do we catch it in the moment, which we can still focus on, but actually let's just focus on how do we feel incredible all the time (laughs) so that we're not, so it's not actually sinking in. Yeah. So that we can have, it's uh, because it's kind of like, um, it's 
having this a morning routine, a spiritual morning routine is so incredibly profound. And I don't think that a lot of people understand how magical this is Mm -hmm. because basically every morning when you wake up, you've got this clean slate and you've got, you know, millions of different potentials of how your day could go. But that is all dependent upon your thoughts, your decisions, your actions, right? Mm -hmm. So if you step into the role of, I am the empowered main character of my life today, um, it's like you hit the ground running and you're able to just change the trajectory of your destiny just by that. Mm -hmm. So what I would say, so preventative is to have a spiritual morning routine. And I want to talk about why I'm saying a spiritual morning routine, because we've talked about how the amnesia effect is where we forget what's effective. We forget what makes us feel good, but in essence, we're forgetting um, our own spiritual power, our own capacity to create our day. Okay. And then the symptoms of that are, you know, anxiety, negativity, worry, feeling like a victim to circumstance. So spiritual work doesn't get enough bandwidth. I don't think people understand how practical it is. Mm. When you focus on your spiritual life, you are neutralizing the amnesia effect because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, what do I believe on a fundamental level? Do I believe that I am just a victim to whatever happens in the universe Or do I believe that there is an infinite field of energy that's responding to me? Do I believe that I have my own gifts that I was born with to make an impact in the world, to be an on-purpose individual, right? So if you come back to that, to your spiritual beliefs, your fundamental spiritual truths, and you have that be a part of your morning routine, you're no longer at the whim of the low standards of other people in your life. And I, and this is a big theme. Like it's, it's kind of confronting to talk about, but it's really important to talk about even the people that you love and care about and that are your favorite people in the whole world, they still have different or out of alignment or low standards for what it is that you need, want, and are meant to create. So when you have a spiritual morning routine where you acknowledge these basic truths of there is this infinite field of energy that's responding to me, we are in this together. We're going to create a beautiful freaking day ahead. And Mm -hmm. I get to have the responsibility and accountability to try some new, fun, exciting things. When you do that, you are stepping into the role of the main character. And suddenly the cameras are on you. And everything that happens in your day happens different because you've, you've gone from being the extra to being the superhero of your day. So spiritual morning routine. I have my own version of that. And we all kind of do. I was just going to say, do you mind? I know, I know a little bit of what your morning routine is. And I know that you have a special technique. (laughs) Do you want to, I know we weren't going to talk about it, but it just seems to be flowing. And I know, yeah, I've, I've learned this technique from you and it's been super helpful in my life. So why don't you share with everyone listening? What is the morning routine that works for you? Yeah. So this is something that I call the zero point field technique. And it's a three to five minute visualization technique, super fast, super easy, incredibly powerful. And I can put a link that I can give you so people can like download a free beginner's guide to the zero that delineates how to do the technique. 
but it's so much fun. Okay. Like I've never been able to vibe with just emptying my mind meditation. It's just not my vibe as a mainstay of my spiritual journey. I enjoy doing that every now and then. But what I love about this EPF technique is you basically, when you wake up in the morning, you look at a vision board of pictures that represent who you want to be. Okay. You know, your sleek, fit, healthy self, your abundant self, your confident self. And you just try to look at images that generate that feeling. You find a soundtrack song that makes you feel that you are that person. You press play on that song. You close your eyes. And for the duration of that song, you imagine that that future fantasy self comes into your body and is, and is taking over for the day, right? And so you visualize, what would they do different? If that future self that's making $5 million a year came into your body today, what might he or she do different? How would they dress different, act different, talk different, et cetera? And so you just let your imagination run wild. And then when the song ends, you open up your eyes and you write down one thing, one practical step that you can take that your future self would do today. Just one thing. And that's what you do. And this is a way to to basically engage with your power as a co-creator of your life, to ask for help. Because what you're doing when you're visualizing is you're imprinting that infinite field of energy with what you want Mm -hmm. so that you can receive support, so that you can receive guidance and insights, right? Um, But by doing this, it's so much more difficult to forget your power, Mm -hmm. your your gifts, and what it is that you want to create. I love it. Thank you for sharing. And It is. I love everything you just shared. It's so simple and it's so grounded. And I think you're right. People hear the word spiritual or spiritual practice and spiritual routine. And they think, I need the sage bundles and the crystals and this and that. And like, I actually have all of that in my office. I do too. (laughs) And so no, like I do, I do enjoy those things. I use them. I appreciate them. But having to make a big hubbub out of something can be exhausting if that's not the mood you're in. And what I love about your zero point field technique is that it is so simple. And I know I have a song. I have my song. It's by the XX. It's like super vibey and kind of sexy. And I just drop in as soon as I hear that song when I'm, when I'm not doing the, the technique, it's like, Oh, it just takes me there. And I know this is the fun thing too. So if you're listening and you want to try this technique, Enlist a friend as well. Send them the free guide because here's the fun thing. Natalie will share what she'll see in her ZPF visions. I've shared mine. She shared her song with me and I'm like, ooh, labyrinth. It's fun because you get to see different sides of your friends come out and it's another way to connect. So thank you for sharing that, Nat. So one of the main reasons that I created the Glojo is because I want to have inspiring conversations with people who, well, I'm inspired by them and motivated by them, but people who are, you know, forging their own paths and really coming up with cool, unique, creative ways to fuel their feel good. 
And this is one of those techniques that I'm going to encourage you to try on, try out to see how it works for you. And maybe this is something that you keep in your own personal toolbox, because like I've said before, this is not a one size fits all. This is about learning the little pieces along the way and figuring out what works for you. This just so happens to work for me. It works for Natalie. It works for a lot of her clients and a lot of other people that I know. Have an open mind and, you know, have fun, pick your song, all, all the rest of that. So I know this was a little side tangent, but thank you so much for sharing that, Natalie, because it is such a powerful technique and it's just a great way to connect and remember who you are and who you want to be. I love what you just said, because ultimately to counteract the amnesia effect, you just have to to customize your own path yeah. back to who you want to be and what you want to create in your life. And so whatever brings you back to that place is like A+. plus. That actually leads me into the next thing that I want to discuss with you because I've really learned a lot about who I am. I'd say that I, I knew these parts of myself for sure before I met you. But through our friendship and our conversations and the coaching we've done together, I've really learned to accept these parts of myself. This is where numerology comes into play. So Nat is an incredible numerologist. She takes a really different, I'd say unique, fresh perspective on numbers. And what I've learned is that my personal numerology chart what is it? It's like the numbers are the fingerprints of God. No two charts are the same. I feel like I've heard Nat say this so many times. I love this. It's I'm like, <laughs> no two charts are the same. Her numbers are like the fingerprints of God. And it's really, there's something empowering about it. And there's something that's really relaxing about it. Like, oh yeah, this is who I am. This is what I need to feel good. I know I've compared myself so many times to my friends. And I'm like, well, She's doing this and she's achieving that. So I'm going to try to do what she does. Well, guess what? That works for her. That does not work for me. And so Natalie, I'd love for you to share and yeah, share as as much as you want to share about numerology and how our personal numbers really do share insight into who we are at our core and what really works for each one of us. I love that you brought it back to that because remember I was saying that the amnesia effect is forgetting our own spiritual power, but also our own uniqueness, Mm -hmm. right? And so one of the things that can happen is when we're externally oriented, Mm -hmm. we look at other people Uh and and we lose ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's another sort of way that the amnesia effect can take hold of us in our day-to-day lives. So we look at a girlfriend and we're like, oh my gosh, she's kicking but look at her go and we want to model ourselves after her or do something like she's doing. I've done that so many times throughout my life that in my admiration for someone else, I've actually diminished the way that the divine designed me. So this is where numerology comes in and it's the the real bulk of my work with my private clients is to not just work with the zero, the zero point fields technique that I just mentioned, but actually one of the most important steps that a person needs to take in feeling confident and empowered in creating their best day and their best life is getting to know themselves and getting to know their own spiritual DNA. So what's so freaking cool about numerology is to me, it's a shortcut to understanding the fundamental aspects of who you are, your purpose, Mm -hmm. your greatest gifts, 
your greatest needs and your attraction factor. And those four things I just mentioned are, by the way, four um, numbers that are in your core chart. And so when we learn what this unique algorithm is, I call it our confidence Mm -hmm. code. Mm -hmm. Um, When we learn it, it, for so many people, it's like you feel validated for the first time in your life. Mm -hmm. You have a moment where you realize that there was never anything wrong with you even though you thought that there was, cause you're mm-hmm. different. You're not like the other people in your life. You're not like your family members, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you're not like your spouse. You're not like your kids. <clears throat> you're not like the other people in your industry is a really, really common one too. When you learn about these numbers in your chart, it's such a game changer. Yeah. I love that you said that. So there's a number that reveals your purpose, a number that reveals what you need, a number that reveals your special gifts and a number that reveals your attraction factor. I mean, come on. (laughs) It's so juicy. What do you say? Do you want to run through something right now? Yeah. And so what I'll do is I'll just go through the the main numbers, like one through nine. Yeah. And again, these descriptions are going to be slightly different depending on their position in your chart. Right. But what I would love for your listeners to take note of is if I speak a number and you resonate with it, that it might be in your core chart and it might be Mm -hmm. something that you were born with. So let me start by going through every single life path number. And so I want to just share with you how to calculate this number if you're listening. So I want you to take your birth date, month, day, and year, and I want you to add each of those sections down to a single digit. So if you were born in December, one plus two equals three. Let's say you're born on the 23rd, that's uh, two plus three is five, you know, 1983, just add it, add 1983 down until you get a single digit. Just keep adding. Then once you've added those sections down to a single digit, add those digits together and you will get your final life path number. Now I did a whole YouTube video on how to calculate your life path number. So if you want to like pause this podcast and go check that out, uh, Leanne, you can link that so they could check I will it out. make sure it's linked below. Okay. Okay, cool. So what's really neat is that the life path number is considered to be one of the most powerful numbers in your chart. And if this was the only thing that you learned about yourself and started to honor, you would see massive improvements in your level of success, happiness, and confidence in your life, because your life path number is describing your great purpose in this world, your great gifts, um, your great work. and a lot of people think your life path number describes sort of who you are, but that's not true. It describes who you were asked to become in this lifetime. So let's say you're a one life path. When you were born, you were asked to become an independent, innovative pioneer. So one life path people will are over and over again put into situations where they need to go their own way, stand out and be unique. Okay. Again, it's important to know this because if you're a one life path and you're trying to conform, you're trying to be a follower, you're trying to be within an institution and not have your own original inventions or thoughts, you're going to suffer because you have this deep calling, right? Okay. If you're a two life path, you were born and asked to become the peacemaker. So interesting. Yeah. So twos are here to basically learn how to create connection and, and peace and union 
among other people. So they're here to basically become masters of relationship. Again, they're not born that way. They're continually put into situations, usually where there's initially conflict and discord, so that they can be trained to become these peacemakers, these people that bring themselves and others close together, the peacemakers. If you're a three life path, you were born to embrace the mission of being the creative or the artist. So this means you're going to be put in situations over and over again, where you're going to be told to be quiet. You're going to be told that your artistic creative sensibilities are not valuable, not good enough, where there's a lack of joy. There's a lack of light and bright brightness, but it's because you have been enacted with this incredible mission of bringing great, bright, creative, artistic optimism into the world. And so I just want to jump in here. Thank you for sharing all of this. Two quick things. I know Natalie, she's going through the life path numbers right now. We do have other numbers in our personal numerology chart. And so like she said, if there's something that's really resonating with you, chances are that's showing up in your chart in other ways. I have a ton of ones in my chart. They're not in the life path position, but I have a ton. So I resonate. I'm like, I just walk to the beat of my own drum and and I just have to do things my own way. And as soon as I start to conform and do things, you know, how I should, I feel like crap. And so I just want to share that. The other thing that I want to presence as Nat is going through this. And so bringing everything she's saying back to the amnesia effect, let's say if you are a three and you are artistic and creative, when you're not doing that and when you're not expressing that natural part of who you are, you're going to feel like crap <laughs> or you're going to feel, we'll say funky and off. And all of those symptoms that we talked about before are going to sink in, plus probably some of your own <laughs> that are unique to you. So as we're going through this, just take note of the natural state of the, of, of the numbers that she's sharing, because when you do that, And when you move towards the things that she's sharing, that's when you're really going to start to feel good. So well said. So well (laughs) said. (laughs) Okay. So let's dive into the number four. Oh my gosh, the number four. So four life path people are here to be the builders or the pragmatists. So they'll be put into situations throughout their lives where there might be instability kind of being in like survival mindset, but it's because they are are here to basically ground ideas down into reality, to really create sustainable long-term stability through systems, through structure of some kind. Builders are um, like, they are so needed in this world. And by the way, just another side note that there's a lot of people that will learn about their number and get depressed because they wanted to be a different number, right? They're like, oh, I wanted to be a one or I wanted to be an eight or something like that. But you got to really sink in and understand that every single number in numerology is talking about a fundamental force in the universe that's needed, that's invaluable, that's precious, like a treasure, like a gem. Okay. And if you embrace this aspect of your mission or yourself, again, things start moving, things start progressing. Oftentimes things about us that we think are sort of normal or mediocre or subpar are exactly the things that are like million dollar valuable. 
Okay. So now five life paths. My 18 year old daughter is five. Oh my gosh. Okay. So fives are the freedom seekers, the liberators, the adventurers. And so they're going to be placed in situations throughout their lives where they're going to feel a sense of cautiousness and fear. Should I really take the risks? Should I really bust out of the box and, and go my own way? There's rebels and revolutionaries. They're meant to revolutionize a way of life or an industry or something of that nature. They're absolutely, absolutely incredible. Six life paths are the caregivers, the healers. They are going to be put into situations throughout their life where they are going to get lost in the needs of others and they're going to put others first. Uh, But that's because they've been enacted with this incredible mission to understand what true healing and true harmony is. Mm. And that starts first and foremost with like self-care. Long, long story. That's a very deep, <laughs> deep road to go down. But sixes are healers. They heal by virtue um, of being an, a positive example. Yeah. Seven life paths are the metaphysicians and the shamans. Mm-hmm. They are here to bring deep meaning into the world. But what will happen is they will find continuously over and over again, feeling a sense of meaninglessness, And feeling like there's a superficiality in the world. Like there's got to be more to life than just this. That is because they are here to investigate and dive deeper into the understructure of existence to bring illumination into the world. Eight life paths. That's me. I'm an eight life path. Eight life paths are here to become the CEO, the authority, the powerhouse. In particular, we talk about in particular in business, but it can be in other aspects as well. But eights will be put into environments over and over again where um, they give their power away, where they butt heads with authority figures. Um, Mission of learning how to accumulate power and wisdom and share it benevolently with other people. Mm. The nine life path, that's what I am. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The nine life paths are the wise old souls and the humanitarians. Okay. And you guys are are here to, as cliche as it sounds, make the world a better place. And what that means is that nines typically are more than any other number in the sequence have to move into the dark forest. You have to go in and confront the existential darkness of life mm-hmm. so that you find your own way out and you can help lead the rest of us out of the dark forest. So you guys are massive visionaries and you're really, really here to make the world a better place by leading by example and by bringing light to darkness. Thank you for sharing that, Natalie. And every time I hear it and I've heard you talk about these concepts and these numbers so many times, I always take away something new. And so for everyone who is out there listening, I would love to know what ahas you've had. (laughs) Find both of us on Instagram and tag us. You can write your big aha. You could create a quote or share a quote or take a screenshot of this and tag at numerology chick and at Leanne Kalal and let us know what was your, what was your big aha and what really resonated with you? Natalie, thank you so much for sharing that. And so what I'm going to encourage everyone who's listening to do is one, Make sure that you figure out your life path number. You can also go to Natalie's YouTube channel and you can learn about the other numbers and you can calculate those for yourself as well and take note of what you're here to do, what your natural gifts are, what your natural state of being is supposed to be. 
and then spend some time really thinking about what, when do you feel that way? And what makes you feel good? And what makes you feel lit up? And what makes you feel on fire? I know that one was really off this time. Really not a great singer. Um, Sorry that you have to listen to that, but you know what I'm going for here. (laughs) And you know what? You brought up something really, really important. Can I, can I interject? Yeah, please go, go, go. Okay. So um, once you learn about a couple of your numbers, Mm -hmm. you can go back to that morning spiritual routine that I talked about. And when you create your vision board, put pictures on your vision board that represent your life path number. So for me, and no joke, I've got CEO powerhouse women on my vision board to represent my eight life path, right? Yeah, Maybe I for a nine, that. we got like wise old soul, wizard, enchantress kind of energy Ooh, on there, cool. you know? But what it does <laughs> is that it helps you really develop a better resonance with who you really are mm-hmm. and the power that has that is innate within you. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your shininess and just your, you're so kind and so full of information and this like deep esoteric knowledge. And you share it in a way that's so palpable and grounding and easy to understand. So thank you for being you and thank you for sharing your innate gifts with the world. I'm so grateful that you joined me at the Glojo podcast. And I'm so grateful that I get to have you on speed dial on Voxer (laughs) and and everyone else who's listening. You can too. follow her again. Um, And Nat, I actually have a little surprise. And so I recently bought these. It's called Create the Love Cards. I have those too. Do you? Let me yeah, go so get the, the, they're, they're over there. I don't know if you can see them, but they're on my side table. Okay. Well, he's incredible. Yeah. If you don't follow him, definitely follow him at Create the Love. I didn't know okay, you had so those I wanna, too. I, I want to pull a card and ask you a question. And so these cards are all, let's see, curated questions designed to spark meaningful communication and strengthen relationships. Be careful so because some of them are sexy. Oh, I know. Some of them are sexy. I, don't so, I would I would answer any of them. Okay, so let's see, let's see. I just pulled the other night. There was one. I do it every mm-hmm. night with my husband. Yeah. Um, one one was like, "What do you think about masturbation?" And we've never had such a cool conversation. It was cool. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, well, there's two here that I pulled, and I'm wondering which one. Well, I, I know which one I'm going to go for because I feel like this is very on brand for you. So it's funny <laughs> that this is the one one of the ones that I pulled. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any superpower. What would it be and why would you choose it? I would love to have the superpower of not giving a shit what other people think. Ooh, yeah. Well, I think we can make that happen. <laughs> and actually, that is, that's a superpower that is very achievable. We I mean, I've heard that people like that exist, but and in my numerology, uh, the, the number two is the lower function of the two. Mm-hmm. is the people pleaser. And it's like, you're so sensitive to what other people yeah. think. And and I, I've worked on it throughout my life, but man, do you know how different life would go if you could take a pill and you didn't care what other people thought? Yeah. There might be a pill for that. I mean, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing. And I'll share what came up for me. Yeah. I like teleportation. <laughs> I would love to be able to teleport. And I do believe this is going to be a thing 
fairly soon. It has to be. I don't know how that would work with COVID regulations and rules, <laughs> but I would love to teleport because I love traveling. I love exploring new countries and cultures, and I love international food. Imagine being able to just like snap your fingers and have Thai food in Thailand. And the other reason is because so many people who are near and dear to my heart, they live all around the world. And so I'd love to be able to just go visit all of my friends and loved ones anytime I want with the Blink of a flick of a snap, a little snap. So yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for playing along with me. And yeah, who knows? Maybe one of these times, one of those really naughty ones will get pulled. <laughs> will get pulled. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Nat. Well, thank you again for joining me. I adore and- you. I adore you. <laughs> Thank you. This is also just a Nat and Leanne love fest. (laughs) Have a wonderful day and I'm sure we'll talk soon. Yes, you too. And everyone who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you feel inspired and that you are leaving with a new tool to test out to potentially add to your toolbox. So what did you think? Isn't Nat incredible? I absolutely love this woman and I learned so much about myself and my perspective on the world and how I can look at things differently every time I connect with her. And I hope this was your experience as well. So I'm going to do a quick recap of some of the signs and symptoms of the amnesia effect. And then I'm going to share some of the things you can do to combat the amnesia effect so you can always show up being the best version of you for you. And when you fill your own cup first and you take care of yourself, then you're able to show up more powerfully for the people and loved ones in your life. So let's do this. Let's recap. We started off the interview by sharing some of the signs of the amnesia effect. Natalie said, anxiety, if you wake up in the morning and you're feeling anxious or you're feeling insecure, there's something not quite right. This can be a sign of the amnesia effect and AKA to translate that, that you're not doing what you need to do to feel really good and fueled up in your life. Negativity is another side effect of the amnesia effect. Are you just having one of those down in the dump days? And you know, we're human. Of course we have those. This isn't about striving for perfection and trying to just ride the high all the time. This is about being aware of the patterns that exist in our life and aware of how we can show up differently for ourselves. I loved when Natalie said, if you forget your own spiritual power, then you are a victim to circumstance. And if you're listening to this and the journey of spirituality is new to you, or you're not quite sure about that word or how you relate, that's okay. There's still something here for you. And so to reword it, if you forget your personal truth, if you forget or lose that connection to self, then it is so easy to become a victim of circumstance. So what does it mean to be a victim in this sense? Well, it means you're susceptible to everything and everyone around you, your external world is indicating your internal reality. And 
that can be really scary, especially these days, because the world is a crazy, crazy place. If your spouse or your friend or your coworker or your boss is in a bad mood or they woke up on the wrong side of the bed, if you are not grounded and centered in your truth and not connected to your power and your presence in that moment, it is really, really easy to go on someone else's ride. Something that Natalie and I didn't talk about in this conversation, but her and I have talked about before. I'm, I'm really remembering this one instance and I found myself in this really weird situation. And she said, she's like, girl, you are living in someone else's weird, wacky holodeck. That does not need to be your reality. Mm-mm, that does not need to be your reality. Like remove yourself from that. That is their weird world. You don't need to participate in that. You don't need to see the world that way. And so I removed myself and it was amazing. <laughs> I was still, you know, interacting with this person, but I didn't let myself get caught up and go along on his ride. And so that's a really good reminder. You know, it's really easy to get be a victim or get caught up in the weird, wacky holodecks of the world. And it's a weird ass world. So let's try not to do that. So that's a recap of some of the symptoms and signs that might show up in your life if the amnesia effect has taken place. So now let's look at the flip side. Now let's look at how can you set yourself up for success? How can you fuel your feel good? Let's do it. Are you ready? I absolutely loved when Natalie said, one of the most important steps that a person needs to take in feeling confident and empowered and creating their best day and their best life is getting to know themselves. I freaking love that. And then she said, when we learn our unique algorithm, and this is what she calls the confidence code, when we learn this, we'll feel validated. And for a lot of people, we'll feel validated for the first time in our life. Like, oh my gosh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not crazy. I'm just wired different than that other person. So let's take a minute to tune in to how we are wired. I want you to tune in to your personal truth and to tune in to your complex inner wiring because it's unique to you and it's beautiful and it is exactly how it is supposed to be. Okay, we don't need to rewire. We just need to remember our wires. So grab a journal and a pen or open your notes section on your phone and get ready to ponder and explore. Let's do this. Feel free to pause as we go through this if you need a little more time. This is something that I could probably spend an entire day or days or weeks <laughs> thinking about. So if you need more time, give yourself more time because guess what? That's what your wiring needs. All right, here we go. When do you feel your best? I want you to tune in and think about when do you feel your best? Now, this could be a certain time of day. It could be when you're with a certain person or people. It could be when you're doing an activity or when you're not doing an activity. When do you feel your best? 
Remember, there is no wrong answer. This is about getting to know you and tuning in to you. Next question. When do you feel lit up? When do you feel inspired? When do you feel alive? When do you feel lit up and ready to conquer the world? I know a few things come to mind for me. (laughs) All right. When do you feel present and tuned in and connected to yourself and to those around you? I know for me, when I'm connected to myself and I feel connected to people around me, it actually is usually when I'm present. But what makes you feel present? This is an interesting question. When do you feel like yourself? You know, we've talked about when do you feel your best? When do you feel lit up? This is a similar question, but maybe it's different for you. When do you feel like yourself? When do you feel like your truest self? Like you are being who you are meant to be, who you came here to be. So this next question is inspired by Natalie. I mean, it all is inspired by Natalie, but this next question in particular. If you were a superhero, what would your unique superhero elixir look like? What would you do in the mornings? How would you start your day? What would you do in the evenings? Would there be any rituals or routines that you do throughout the day? Would there be a certain lunch that you just love or a certain smoothie or a coffee? I want to note that the questions that come to mind and as you work through this, they don't need to be these huge life-changing monumental things because often big change comes from small actions and small, it's the little things. Life really is about the little things, you know? And so maybe it's waking up and enjoying a cup of coffee before everyone in your household wakes up. It could be as simple as that. Oh man, I love drinking coffee in bed. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure because there is not a guilty bone in my body when I wake up and I go make myself a cup of coffee and I go back to bed and I drink it. And then I do that a couple more times. All right, so those are the questions for today. I definitely recommend taking some time, re-listen to them. You can even revisit these questions. You can revisit these questions in a month or maybe in a couple days or next week. See what comes up. The more you start to tune in, the more you're going to see patterns and trends. I highly recommend trying Nat's zero-point feel technique Again, this is so fast. It's like a four to five minute technique and it can be a really, really great way to start your day. So you can get this free technique by visiting her website and signing up for her newsletter. I've linked to her site in the show notes, so make sure you check them out. TheNumerologyChick.com I also encourage you to explore and learn more about your personal numerology chart. Nat has an amazing YouTube channel and she shares a ton of inspiring information on Instagram as well. She is at numerology chick and I will also link to her YouTube account. And of course, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. Let me know what your big aha of the day was. You can find me at Leanne Kalal. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-K-A-L-L-A-L. I look forward to hearing from you soon. 
And thank you. Big, big thank you. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and download so you don't miss an episode. I also encourage you to share this with a friend or a family member who would really benefit from this message. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review to show your support. I would really, really appreciate it. And I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to see you next week. Bye for now.